Hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihuya. And I'm Jodie Clark. On this week's ep, we get into the pressure us ladies feel as we get older and only more sexy in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Also share our most regretful hookups so you can stop feeling stink about your own fails. But first, Jodes, I miss you. How are you? What's new? I know. I'm I'm so over this virtual relationship of ours. It's long distance. I'm over it. I can see why these relation these long distance relationships don't last. They're hard. I'm not into it. Um so yeah, so I've I've actually been my feelings a little bit this week, Jules, is mm. I will be turning fucking thirty this weekend. I am so excited to celebrate you. Can I just sneak that in? So excited. The festival of Jodes. <laughs> I love that you're excited. I am. There is part of me that is excited. Um, obviously, a lot of my girlfriends are already happily into their thirties, mm. and they have all said, with no, no fear and um, in full honesty, that they they are loving their thirties and that they would not go back to their twenties mm-hmm. if you ask them. Um, but yeah, there is there is a lot of positives. I'm still happily single by choice. Mm-hmm. Happily mm-hmm. still employed on good coin. Good. But good. Thanks- One of us needs to be, babe. You're the, the you're my daddy these days. <laughs> Someone's keeping this business afoot. I've got you, girl. <laughs> Sugar mama's here. Um, but thanks, you know, to the Rona, as we know, the spicy, dirty thirtieth that we did have planned has been ruined. Um, which is interesting because as most people know, I'm not big on birthdays and this Mm -hmm. was actually a birthday that I was excited about. Mm. I went, you know, you know, Jules, cause we consulted about it. I pre-booked this beautiful dinner situation. I had a private room organized, no expense was to be spared. And so for me being the birthday Grinch, this was like big things, big things. Mm. So I'm having to change my perspective to it being postponed rather mm-hmm. than cancelled. And we'll just do it big later in the year because I just don't want to be on a downer about it. Of course. How, um, how tr- trivial do you feel now that a couple of episodes ago we were saying how we spent like an hour on the phone seeking how we were going to split the bill? I know. I miss, I miss that that was once our biggest issue. We were like, what are we going to do? What if fucking Trina has two <laughs> like, espressos? Steph, that fucking hoe is going to order too much to drink. I wish I was with Steph the hoe. <laughs> and I'm going to have to pay for it and I shouldn't have to pay for it. Anyway, <laughs> if only we knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, half of me is excited. You know, I, I wish I could do a big a song and dance about it, but, you know, we've had to postpone that. But I was doing a bit of research, Jules, and it is totally normal to feel a little overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh, and a little unsure of how I should be feeling as mm-hmm. I approach the big three zero. Um, and so we're going to get into that a little bit more in our main topic. Um, but Jules, you know, being the younger of the two of us, I need you to give give me some life here, give me some insight into your life of abundant youth right now. <laughs> I'm definitely going ham on the youth part. Yeah, um, I, love I feel that. like I've gone. I'm I'm back. I'm 18 again and living under my parents' roof. It's been a three week 
accidental bender. Um, I had another friend's birthday on Zoom a couple of nights ago and um, he even had a live DJ and cash prizes. I love that. How cool is that? Hey, Um, once again, got absolutely written off. I I feel like my hangovers are getting way more intense. I don't know if it's because I'm at home wallowing in them. You know, normally I'd be up and I'd be walking to yours in Newtown. I'd be up and at the gym. And now because I just wake up and move to the lounge room, I feel so sorry for myself for days on end. And, yeah, speaking of feeling sorry for myself, because mm-hmm. I am I am in a, um, a much different financial position than I was, you know, fucking two, three weeks ago. Yeah. After pay is breaking my balls, Jodes. Every oh. day I get a text saying, your $70 check is supposed to come out of your account. And I'm like, fuck. Fuck, I'm on that Centrelink money now. I was in a much different position a month ago. I'm like, fuck, how do I return this clay mask for my ass? (laughs) It is non-essential, non-essential. But Jones, any purchase regrets? Like anything that we used to buy so frivolously um, that you regret now? I feel like I used to be so frivolous with just food and entertainment and it sounds a lot spicier than it is. It sounds like I'm like dipping it and doing it with strippers and hoes, but like I wish that's what it was, but it's just literally like coffees, food, like going out. I'm super generous when I go out. It's like rounds, margies, and I feel like I would drop so much money and now it's just eating at the house, like using what's in the pantry, like just being mad boring. 100%. I reckon I would order at least like three times a week, just a Sunday and Jodes, I'm going to throw you under the bus with yep. you off <laughs> a Sunday, a Sunday from Macca's, which would cost me $4.50, but the delivery charge would be $5. I'd be like, oh, fuck it. I'm not walking to Macca's. And now the And we love our treats. And when I would go to Jules' house and she'd always make me a Bailey's and rice milk and it was a fucking time. (laughs) I mean, look, I definitely haven't cut that out. I'm not an actual (laughs) psychopath. I haven't cut that out. Um, But, yeah, look, like I keep saying, guys, back in Perth, back in the whip, driving around through the streets and I don't know if this is the same for you, Jets, when you go back to New Zealand, but as I'm, you know, passing the bakery, I'm like, oh, I used to get fingered behind that bakery or, Aww. you know, the local KFC. I'm like, oh, I used to meet up with guys drinking, you know, drinking me cruises at the front of the KFC <laughs> and then we'd move to the park for romantic times. Or romantic is <laughs> mm, debatable. So, Jodes, any any regretful hookups and not to get, I don't want this to be, you know, we could get very emotional and very deep on this, but, you know, just any surface level regretful hookups that you're like, you know, Bob with um, the bleached hair, the spiked bleached hair. Oh, I mean, there's just so many. How, how Is this a <laughs> weekly podcast? Is this a, is this a new <laughs> daily show? Is this a daily segment? Um, on it, It's funny, I've just when you were telling your story, I have some some strong memories of me. I used to live in Redfern. And a, I remember a certain gentleman, such a gentleman, this guy, I used to meet up with him and his like skater friends at Redfern Park. And we would all drink out of paper, wine and beers and stuff out of paper bags. Oh, I missed that. I feel like I was only doing that a couple months ago. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like now there's no fucking way I would go to a park and like follow some guy around with his mates and just drink. I just... No, but that was definitely cringy. Um, I also remember I dated a guy back in New Zealand who made me wash my feet before I got in the bed. 
Okay, but okay, just your feet, or were you guys having showers? I, I need. I've got lots of questions. He had his. He had a particular thing about the feet. And I've never had any complaints in either the coochie department or the foot odor department, just to clarify. But I don't know if it was his OCD coming through, but he was really funny about the feet. So obviously, as a result, I'm not going to just go have a little fucking tootsie scrub. I'd have like a whole shower as a result. But it was bizarre. It was, I feel like it's a control thing. I don't even know. It was fucking bizarre. And You have got quite cute feet. Like, I think you've got quite beautiful feet. I don't think, honey, whose feet you looking at, boo? Because they are not cute. I thought you were coming through with the white toes. Yeah, I do come through. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> oh, at least you're better than my. I've got web toes and bunions. I'm like, what I love your bunions, boo. You rock Oh, him. my goodness. Oh, so many questions. But, uh, yeah, I guess, like I was saying, whipping around Perth, mm. um, you know, going through the familiar streets, I just thought, oh, I just wish I could go back and give my 16-year-old self, you know, a hug and uh, the amount of seedy guys I would hook up with like disgusting looking back on it probably predators yeah that I would you know hook up with and sit on their laps just to get a fucking free rusky and sit in the back of their ute whilst they drove down the lake local drag yeah um and going through you know once again now that I've got lots of time on my hands too much time that I'd, I'm more proud to admit going through my phone I've actually started to delete all these like numbers Jodes I don't know if you've ever done like a clean out of your phone yes it is hectic hectic and triggering the amount of guys numbers that I've hooked up with that is like hippie pants guy barley phone party wristy is triggering Oh, so those regretful hookups, just being so young and so like so grateful for male attention yeah. is I oh, think, cringe. I think we all, like every girl can relate to that. And if you notice that like you'd always put in as a reminder, you'd put in the name of the location, like you'd be like Stony Bar, Fuck Boy, or, <laughs> you know, Wine Different hose for different hockey. area codes. I got yeah, yeah. It would yep, always yep. be like the location just so you were like, Oh yeah, hair salon stud. <laughs> but um, yeah, Agreed. I mean, we could go on about this all day. But um, let's let's pop into a little breaky poo, shall we, let's Jules? Do it. Let's do it. Um, so we're going to take a break. But before we come back, make sure you good bitches subscribe to us wherever you're listening to our podcast, whether that's Apple, Spotify. We're absolutely blowing up everywhere now, guys. So search how to be a good bitch and follow us there. And then make sure you log on to Instagram and support us at Good. The podcast. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, we are back with main topic. And today, as Jodes touched on uh, in the beginning, uh, her big three zero is coming up. So we really wanted to discuss societal pressures with aging. So, mm. Jodes, I really wanted to check in with you. The big three zero, the dirty 30 is coming up this weekend. It's a fucking weird time, not only in your life, but in history at the moment. Um, Birthdays are always a time for self-reflection. So how are you feeling regarding your current situation and where you're at in life? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, why the fuck did I have to turn dirty 30 like in the middle of a fucking pandemic? The timing Mm. could not be worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, it is what it is. Um, birthdays are always, yeah, time for self-reflection. And I feel like 
if I look back on the last 10 years, I'm like, whoa, I just, I don't even know that 20 year old girl. I was mm-hmm. so naive um, and I've come so far and I'm super proud of myself and, and the, the woman that I'm becoming. <laughs> Me and, too, I'm um, proud. I was thinking back sort of just on my 20s and, and how much they are truly a time of hard lessons. Whereas I feel like in your 30s, what's cool is that, and this is through talking with my other girlfriends as well, Jules, is that they're all saying it's it's cool that you can really start to own who you are because you've made all those embarrassing, hard mistakes, learned the lessons, you know what you stand for, you know what your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. So on that, in in that regard, I um I wanted to keep it positive, right? Because it is a weird time. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get some feedback from the girls about what they're enjoying and appreciating about their dirty 30s. And these were a few of the points that they came back to me. Give it to me. Okay. So goes without saying you've got a bit more money up your sleeve, more financial backing. You're on your career path or, you know, you at least have an idea of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Apparently the average woman's salary peaks at 39 Really? Yeah. So a, a, a lot later than people would think. And for me, like speaking of my own mother, right, she had me at 40 via cesarean and she didn't start her business, which ended up mult, like a multi-million dollar, very successful business. She didn't start until her 40s. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back so, up. Your mom had you at 40. Yeah. Cesarean. Wow. That's a boss bitch. Sorry, yeah. go on. Apparently I came out all perfect and my brother was natural and covered in purpley goo shit. So (laughs) (laughs) just Jody taking your petty dick in her brother whatever way they can. Let's just slide it in there quickly. Yeah. Aries tings, not surprised. Um so yeah, that's cool to know, right? We're just Mm -hmm. keeping it moving. Um, and peak in in your thirties and your forties, you start to peak, you're kicking your life goals. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you you have a bit more financial backing to travel. You might want to start looking into owning some property. One of my girlfriends has just bought some shares for herself. So she's loving that. Um, Mm. you're kicking your personal spiritual goals, maybe health fitness Mm -hmm. goals. You're just a bit more Mm. goal oriented. Um, the girls also said they noticed a real shift in their priorities once they hit 30. So they're more into self-development, less into time-wasting exercises and, you know, all the bullshit that you do when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also, you've really cultivated some high value friendships at this point in your life. I know for me, my female friendships mean so much to me. I really pour a lot of myself into them. My circle's tighter and smaller, but I get yep. so much more from the friendships that I have now. And I, I feel that you probably agree with me on that too, Jules. A hundred percent. I think as well by 30, I would fucking hope that we're all done with following NRL players, AFL players, yeah. fucking skater boys. Like Lame. surely, surely we're going to drop off by then and all be, yeah. you know. Um, I've always thought that my girlfriends are my soulmates. So if I feel like this now in my mid-20s, I'm being a bit um, generous to myself, in my mid-20s, <laughs> I'm excited for my 30s. So, yeah. Yes. And then um, I really like this part that was brought to my attention. You feel more sexually empowered in your 30s. So you know what you like as a woman and you're not afraid to ask. Would definitely agree with that. And also I think for me the most exciting part is higher self-worth. So Mm. not taking any shit. You've learned from all your lessons in the 20s. So you know what you stand for now. You're more emotionally intelligent and empowered. And you've got to walk away from whatever is making you feel shit. Yeah. And you know what, babe, even when I first met you, I feel like this has been such a change. Like even yeah. with you 
you know, coming onto your thirties, I yeah. I see such a difference in you now. As we always joke about now, Jodes and I are like block by yeah, like uh, pink flags. What was once a pink flag for Jody and I is a harsh red flag, Hard. and we don't even humor it beyond no. a second more. I don't even entertain it. I'm like, one day, if I see some bullshit, you're gone. Yeah, hundred percent. So well, I love I think- it. I'm excited. Come on, come on, dirty thirties. No, I'm so excited. Like I keep saying to you, I'm so excited to celebrate you and I'm excited for you to enter your 30s and to, you know, pass on that wisdom to me. God knows I still need it at the moment. You're such Um, an old soul, Jules, though. Yeah, I I do feel like I'm 10 years older than my actual age, Mm. um, which sucks in the dating world. Um, But, you know, I'm still glad that I, I mean, I think I look my age. um, So hopefully, yeah, I think for me, you know, being back in Perth and I've always felt this way ever since I've moved to Sydney of coming back, I feel those societal pressures on me tenfold when I come back to my hometown. Every time I'm here, I feel like my best friends, God bless their soul. They are hard working boss ass bitches. But every time I come back, they're like, oh, this is our second investment property. We're thinking about getting married. Um, So-and-so, we've just opened up our, um, you know, side hustle business. I'm like, what do you mean side? Uh, You already have two side hustles. Like, what? You know, and they're like, so what have you been up to? I'm like, "Uh, I just still go to Audi every Thursday night with like $6.50. I'm like, I've got this much. How can, what can I buy? (laughs) So, I, I do feel like a bit of a, a failure when I come back here and, you know, I'm, I'm 26 and I have no, absolutely no potential suitors in my life. I'm still very much single. I'm still um, convinced that I've never been in love. As we've discussed in previous episodes, I have never been heartbroken. Therefore, I, yeah, I believe that I've never been in love. And yeah, I mean, at every Christmas, every birthday, every family dinner, it's just a given that my brothers will always have a girlfriend, like always have someone. And I'm always (laughs) that single person, Um, you know, and I'm getting questioned now of um, when do you want to have kids? And it's kind of Mm. making me a bit frustrated, Jodes, because it's not the question of would you like to have kids or can you even have kids? Mm. It's when do you want to have kids? And I feel like saying, in my big, you know, manifestation board and when I think about my future, kids aren't actually in there. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have to whisper this. I'm like, feeling that way too. Like, I would, yeah, kids are, kids are fine. I've seen them around. Yeah, I know what they look like. But they're not, it's not the be end. Like even having a partner, like my dream is for me to have an empire and be a boss-ass bitch and have a warehouse in Redfern, you know, like is to be established so I definitely feel such pressure and, you know, I am Polynesian and one thing we are great at apparently is breeding. Um, I think I'm the only female cousin left that doesn't have three kids under 30. Yeah. So I definitely always feel it. Um, you know, I still rent in Sydney. I still have housemates yeah. to purchase the house isn't even on my wish list, Joe. It's like if I would like to purchase a house in the areas I like in Sydney, I better have a spare $7 million. Yeah. Um, so it's just not a thing. And it's, be- you know, I, I do feel like my life is becoming quite comical for some, um, I, but I can't ever imagine growing up. Um, mm. And I also low key, 
I don't want to stop growing up. Like I love that we go speed dating and I love that I still have toxic dick appointments and <laughs> I, I I dance until Sunday morning or I'm thrown out of a bottomless brunch every fucking Sunday or I get kicked off the Uber app because it just I'm having so much fun jokes. Yes. And I hate this pressure. I hate the pressure of growing up and, you know, being a female. And uh, I guess I'm sorry. I'm probably just ranting because I am back in Perth and I'm fucking feeling that tenfold at the moment. But, hey, all of this shit makes for a great podcast. I also (laughs) love my failures. I love living vicariously through you as well because I say it in my girlfriends as well. Like, well, obviously we're not like – I feel like I'm like so, I'm not even so old compared to you. I'm literally like a few, I've got a few years on you, but I just see so much of where you're at now. And, and it's just funny because Jules is living literally down the, down the road from where I used to live. Yeah. And I just feel like she's having the experience that I had. And it was just so fucking fun. Like it's so fun. Like, but- it's so fun and like me and like my fl- my flatmate now we reminisce on it all the time we lived in this like piece of shit crazy big terrace and we just had an absolute ball and now's the time in my 20s is the time that I yeah. want to be making awful decisions mm. you know I, I now's the time I don't want to be doing this in you know another couple of decades so let me fuck up my life now guys let but show what is going to be our GB tip of the week? Well, I think, I think. look, when you're on your deathbed, right, I've been thinking about this, not in a morbid way, but mm-hmm. I honestly feel like when you're on your deathbed, when you're old and grey, when you're Titanic about to mm-hmm. throw, when you're the old lady about to throw the necklace into the ocean at the end, yep, you might be thinking about, the trivial shit you cried about, right? You'll mm. be thinking about your core relationships and all of those beautiful treasured memories, all the fun times, all the people that you love. So it sounds cheesy, but like really do try to make the most of every day and, mm-hmm. you know, don't look back don't, and don't even regret the shit days because there's learnings and there's beauty in those too. Like some of my best sort of awakenings or realizations came from you know, that six-hour cry sesh I had in my room and then Paolo santo the shit out of it because I, I was overwhelmed by the negative energy. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and you have those breakthroughs and they stay with you forever and no one can ever take that away from you. So, yeah, I just think enjoy every fucking day of your life. Even if it's not the best day, just enjoy it for what it is. 100%. And look, GBs, I would just say that for me, comparison – is the thief of joy. If I were to compare myself, and I think I have to keep reminding myself that every day being here, if I compare myself to my boss, ass, bitch, best friends, girlfriends who, uh, you know, execs for bloody Channel 7, journalists, lawyers, if I compare myself to them and here I am, all I do is talk about my fanny on a podcast, (laughs) I'm not going to get very far. Um, But we are such different people. We're all on our own paths. Yeah. Just fucking enjoy it. Like just live in the moment. And have no um, regrets. What, do you always say to me, Jules, like one thing that, that you're quite passionate about is, you know, looking back and not having any regrets because it's always when you look back, you always regret the the chances and the opportunities that you didn't take rather than the ones that you did. Even if you fucked up, you're never going to regret having a go. So who cares what X, Y, Z thinks? Who cares what people on social media think? Who cares Mm -hmm. what your family and friends think? If you want to do Mm -hmm. something, fucking do it and do it today because otherwise you'll regret it. 
Amen. Let's go to socials, my love. Amazing. So make sure while we're in break that you have hopped on your phone and rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts by searching how to be a good bitch. And then also ensure that you follow our amazing Instagram at Podcast. We love to see your DMs as well. Make sure you slide on in there. Hey, hey, good bitches. So we're back from break and we're going to jump straight into a local listener question. We do love our local good bitches, don't we, Jules? Love. We love to see it. We love to see it. Now, this one was a goodie. I was excited to see this one come through from a friend of a friend of a friend, and I think it's super relatable, so I'll get into it. A guy I know in my city has been messaging me on Facebook out of nowhere and keeps running consistent chat, but with no actual follow-through. So no invitation to spend time together. He's not asking me out on a date. I want to know what's a good way of saying to a guy, hey, I'm not looking for a pen pal, so if you're not going to ask me out on a date, then fuck off. It's an excellent question. So she's obviously, she's getting the shits right because she's like, he keeps running this chat, but there's no follow-through. This also gives me the shits and I'm so blunt. I'd probably come through with that big Aries energy and just be like, yo, what are we doing here? Cause I ain't got time, but I'd love to know what you'd have to say to this Jules. Cause you might be a bit more mm-hmm. diplomatic than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel this in my soul. I feel this in my core. Yeah. This is, so we're obviously dealing with a baby boy. Yeah. Um, an absolute baby boy. And I think I've actually already had this happen to me, oh, God, three times in the last 24 hours. Um, Why are you entertaining this chat if it's going to get you nowhere? I know for me I am always searching for someone who uses initiative. Yes. So if they're not even using initiative in your first interaction before you guys have met up, this isn't the person for you, boo. No. I'm not even going to entertain his chat anymore. He's obviously looking for a therapist you know, a free ear and maybe if he's lucky, a vagina. Yeah. But he's obviously looking for a therapist right now. It is COVID. We are isolated. He's a baby boy and he's bored. This reeks to me of an imposter. I I, I don't like this. No, I would stop entertaining this. If he can't even fucking like be a real one during a time when he's got nothing else going on, Mm -hmm. like if they're doing this shit during – the fucking Rona, he's mm. not going to come through with anything consistent outside of this. I know exactly what you're going through, babe. And this is, as Jodie and I always say, this is yeah. what we go through every day because we, we, are, we are so alpha and we are, you know, we're sick of making all the plans. I just feel like so many men, they do the shit because they just want the validation, right? A lot mm. of guys do this with dating apps, right? I know through yeah. mate, they just do it because they want the validation, and they yeah. just want to swipe and run some chat and they don't actually give a shit about finding someone. Yeah. But, hey, Jodes, actually you said last week you, uh, I think because maybe you are, you know, so much wiser than me now. With oh, the big whatever. But, <laughs> Hardly. But you said that you fully said, wrote to a guy saying, yo, I'm not feeling this. Would you have that same advice for this listener? I did. But, yeah, I mean, that's me and – we're all our own people, but I, I was getting the shits with a guy in my DMs 
doing mm. this shit to me. And I just sent him a voice message in the DMs and I said, hey, hope you're having a great day. I'm not really feeling what you're doing here. You've got my number. It's on you to make the call. So I just don't mm. really feel like we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. But hey, mm-hmm. all the best. And then as soon as I did that, he was running straight back to the text, like trying to like he apologized. He was trying to make up for it because I called because I called him out on his bullshit. Yeah, hundred percent. So I would just say, but we haven't actually really answered her question because she's saying, "What's a good way of saying it?" I would just oh, look. I probably wouldn't do. Jodie's uh, a psychopath when it comes to these things. Like I've said before, like she's the one that does sober dates and um, FaceTimes. <laughs> I would just say, I would just say, "Hey, I'm really busy right now, but let me know when you want us to catch up IRL." Thanks. Yes. Oh, I like so the that. In the, the the balls in their court. Yes, it's succinct to the point. That's that's mm-hmm. a great tip, Jules. Because then we know if we're if we're dealing with a baby boy, a true baby boy would never even follow up with that text. And then guess what? Snip, snip, you're out of the life. On to the next. Bye. Yeah, we want that king energy. We want, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you. How does next Friday night sound? Boom. Exactly. Done. Done. All right. Well, we feel for you, listener. Uh, like. Jodes and I have said we feel this at our core. We probably could have both written it in, to be honest. So thank you for being so honest with us. Jodes, I'm about to hit you with the confession of the week, my love. Oh, spicy. Yeah, this is my favourite part of the show. (laughs) All right, here we go. Girls, before anyone judges, ISO has been tough to stay at the least. Oh, boy. (laughs) About a week ago when New South Wales went into full lockdown, I was working from home every day, which gave me free reign to really abuse the fuck out of Pornhub's free premium subscription every morning, noon, and night. Yes. Did did I write this, Jets? Is this your your (laughs) ghost? After my fifth consecutive wank in 48 hours, I was sort of getting over just having my clit stimulated as I was rubbing one out just using my own fingers. I understand that. Yeah, that's my favorite go-to as well. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I ain't complaining, but I was really craving some sort of insertion slash G-spot hitting. Mm. I threw out my dildo years ago, so had to get creative, dot, dot, dot. Okay. One evening when my three housemates had gone to bed, I crept down to the kitchen and borrowed my roommate's cucumber. Oh, God. I had a very successful solo romantic session and wiped my juices off it before returning it to the fridge 45 minutes later. Oh, fuck. Bitch, 45 minutes? Fuck, send me the link to whatever video you're watching. I've done it for <laughs> and a half. Watching my housemate chomp away at her salad reminded me of the fun I'd had the night before and I couldn't help but ask how it tasted with a slight grin on my face that I only I'd notice. Oh, my so God. Look, the listeners are getting dirty. We, we've got some dirty dogs out there, which we love <laughs> to see. We love you guys getting creative. Um, save yourself $250 on, a, you know, on, on the womanizer and get yourself that cucumber from IGA. Uh, That's I some see you. Mills and Boone's when Mills and Boone goes nasty shit. <laughs> 
So, guys, I think that is it. Thank you so much again for joining us. We will be back in your ears next Tuesday morning. Please like, review and subscribe. Um, We are so excited that we are finally in the New Zealand charts. So, kia ora to all of our Kiwi listeners. Shout out to all of our regulars. We see you and we love you. Thank you guys so much. See you soon.